Thank you for tuning in. As always, I'd like to start with this disclaimer. I don't have all the answers, and you don't have all the answers, but the best way to pursue the truth is through open-minded discourse, and I hope to contribute in part to that today with a quick thought. On Thursday, the House of Representatives voted to reauthorize FISA Section 702, a provision allowing mass surveillance of targets in foreign countries. While this supposedly has restrictions on surveilling U.S. citizens abroad, Edward Snowden's revelations in 2013 detailed the abuses which were occurring under this law and how warrantless surveillance was used on U.S. citizens abroad, as well as abuses at home. NSA surveillance is a topic which security hawks will tout as having saved countless lives by thwarting terrorist plots, and we need to be able to monitor the communications of all people for this kind of security. If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear, they'll say, in order to justify the warrantless spying on civilians. Let's talk about this issue in two ways. First, security, and second, rights. The most common reason cited for these types of searches is anti-terrorism efforts, in order to protect America. However, when you look at the ways in which most of the actual prevention of attacks occur, it's through collecting warrants. This is how individuals after the 9-11 attacks were targeted down, and information was gathered on them. Even with the current abuses and warrantless surveillance that has occurred, attacks such as the Boston bombings still occur. Even in the case of 9-11, the FBI had credible leads on the perpetrators, but because of the bureaucratic nightmare and disorganization with mass amounts of information, nothing was pursued. An independent study found that the metadata collected in these warrantless surveillances has not stopped a single attack. When you couple this with the fact that the foreign surveillance, which is not to target Americans, collects data of any messaging going in or out of country with key phrases, that means that personal data has been getting gathered by the government from U.S. citizens with the benefit of no attacks stopped. Now many people might rebut that even if you do accept that security has only minimally been affected, that it can't hurt to collect this information and that it could be beneficial. They might say that good people shouldn't need to hide their information from the government. And this is where the understanding of rights must come in. Ceding this authority to the government, the ability to read your data and scan your messages without your consent or without a warrant, means that you are saying that the government has a right to your data, to your metadata, and to all of your information. If you want to voluntarily opt into giving the government all of your phone info, conversations, metadata, etc., feel free. But the idea that they can take it without permission for any citizen or without a warrant from a judge is obscene. It is a blatant betrayal of the Fourth Amendment, which protects Americans from unwarranted searches and seizures of data. Just because the methods of communication and storage of information have changed doesn't mean our rights have. The burden is on the government to provide reasonable proof as to why someone should need to be investigated. Not only is this due to the fundamental rights of U.S. citizens under the Constitution, but think of the dire consequences of a tyrannical government. Even if you don't think the current administration will abuse the power, think about how this power can be abused. And if you don't think that the kind of person could be elected who would abuse this kind of data, you might want to remind yourself of the CNN projections on the odds of Donald, quote, literally Hitler, Trump, winning against Hillary Clinton. Not only is it possible that the government will abuse this power, but it's happened. Reports have revealed that the NSA broke at least 13 of their own regulations for protecting people's data on a regular basis. 
It was revealed that NSA agents traded people's nude photos sent in private communications like trading cards. Abuse in the government is as certain as the sun rising every morning. And think of the dystopian possibilities. When the government suddenly declares your behavior to be wrong, even when you yourself believe it to be right, do you want them being able to see your private communications? Ultimately, the government has one duty, protection against aggression. While this definitely plays into national security, this can't come at the expense of the government committing the same aggression against people's rights. Fundamentally, as a person, you have the right to be left alone. Nobody should be able to coerce you into being somewhere or acting in some way. And in the same way, there's no claim to your private information or data. Even if it feels secure to have government monitoring data all over the US, remember, first, that they can access data with proper warrants, as per the Constitution. Second, this illegal surveillance has not helped a single thwarted attack. And third, your rights are worth protecting because ultimately the government is not a perfect institution and is liable to screw up. Let's put the government on a short leash and be free to be left alone. Thank you so much for spending your time on A Quick Thought. Thank you.